We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Wednesday edition, Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. Ole Miss baseball knocking off Arkansas State last night in scenic Jonesboro, 6-3. The best of my knowledge, no one got food poisoning from the pizza. Rebels pick up a victory. They uh, host LSU. You must have gotten starting. up early to get back today. I did. I mean, eight o'clock. Got shit to do. Got five, you know around around five thirty this morning. Back on the road. Good dinner. Cracker Barrel had to wait. Good dinner at Chili's last night. Yeah, Chili's. They probably have a Chili's, right? I would think. You could do worse than Chili's. It's fine. How far is Jonesboro from? Where, where, where did the uh, the infamous day with Kai Madden happen? Lapanta. Yeah. yeah. How far not, is that? Not far. That's pretty close, pretty isn't close, it? That's yeah. what I was thinking. He did a couple years as Kai, and then he switched to Rashad, right? Is it, Rash- That's is it Rash- correct. Rashad? Yeah. I wonder where he is today. Kai? Or okay. Rashad. Okay. Yeah, he changed. Mike Wallace did that back in the day. He was Burnell when he came out of high school, and he switched oh, to yeah. Mike. Turned out to be a good move for him. It... it you, you want easier, not more unique, right? Or, you, Burnell or you, might never play for the Steelers. Oh, you don't think so? I mean, it's possible. Oh, you could just take from the L off the call From a PR a standpoint, are you better off with the simple name, or are you better off with the more complex name that's original? Oh. Do you get more PR points and like potential whatever for being Burnell Wallace? If you're excellent, probably. Probably, right? Yeah. You'd remember Burnell more than you'd remember Mike. Because Mike Wallace, you're going, hey, is that that reporter? Like right, who, right. who 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 we talk about? A lot right of there? Mike Wallaces, but there probably. are a lot of Mike Wallaces. The guy that uh, Mike Mike Wallace, who Grind City Media covers the the Grizzlies, used right. to cover the Heat. Yeah, used to cover Ole Miss. He did cover Ole Miss for a while, that's right? Yeah. yeah, beat writer back in the day. They had a string of pretty good dudes come to the Clarion Ledger, him and Seku, and yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, bunch of bunch of guys. So, good morning. Uh, we had some stuff today, dudes. It's just kind of the where we're at right now. Dudes and ladies. Uh, podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Ribs, let them take care of dinner tonight. Just uh, It's great outside. Don't have to spend time cooking. Let them help you out, wet or dry. Call ahead. They'll wrap them up, have them ready to go, pick them up. 
You can have dinner tonight with them. You can have lunch specials today, a couple sides. You get any size fountain drink, choice of bread, five sixty nine. The price for that at uh, the Blue Sky here in Oxford. And this morning, we'll tell you every day here lately. And at Clinton, they've got the donuts. They've got tons of variety, tons of different flavors available for you that make them every single morning. Homemade donuts there at the Blue, Blue Sky location in Clinton if you're the, in the Jackson area. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. The number is 662-257-1900. Call it. Ask for our buddy, Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. And the rest is completely up to you. You can shop it around or do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Products are great, but it's the service that really separates them. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy and they want to be your truck guy. People ask, what does that mean? Call the number and you will start to find out, 662-257-1900. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, Maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify. If that's the case, Andy Ludeke can help you. He is a uh, guy who owns multiple franchises and businesses, and he uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so you've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy anytime at Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or call 404-973-9901. That is a good point about the Cracker Barrel. You can go and get your Christmas shopping done while you wait on the table. You come out. It's true. You, I mean, it, it, it's the true multitasker's dream. It's true. They're at a Cracker Barrel. I catch a lot of heat from my slander of Cracker Barrel. Um there was a day that we would stop at Cracker Barrel when we were traveling no, look, with the girls. I, their breakfast is perfectly good. It, I, I'm not a huge fan of like lunches and dinners there. Like I'd really have, if I'm going to do Cracker Barrel, I'll do the right. breakfast. It's available all day, right? Don't they do all day breakfast? Yeah, it's pretty much all day. It's a good spot for kids to clown around for a minute. You need the. It, 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 it's it's a it's it, there's a reason they're off interstates. Back in the day, the girls would get Webkins at. Cracker Barrel. And they had oh, really? tons of Webkins. Sometimes I go up into the attic. Still find Webkins. And there's, well, there's bags and bags full of Webkins. And I think, God almighty, how much did we spend on Webkins? A lot. More than you should have. The answer is back. a lot. Webkins. Remember those? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was before your child times. Yeah. It was, it was a little animal that had an online presence. Presence. You had to like feed it and stuff, right? Yeah, you had to like feed keep it. Keep them alive or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you had to play games and do stuff with it to get. Did you do stuff with it? Uh, did you when produce, I first did you moved here, when I first moved here, the girls were back in Spanish Fort. Yeah. And so they sent me here with a Webkin. And so, yes, I would get on and play with them and send them stuff and they would send me stuff and it was our way of staying oh, in touch. It's not bad. No, it was. Good for my sanity. How old actually. were the kids when you moved? This is about to make me feel really old. So Campbell was in the first grade. Wow. And Caroline was in nursery school. Carson was one. Yeah. It was. It was a little depressing. <laughs> a little, a little depressing. Yeah. I mean, it was not as depressing as it was leaving. Three months. Yeah. Because you sold the house regional weekend in Miami. I was sitting beside you. Yeah. Thank God. 
Um, Because I was actually sitting, when I mean, we we obviously didn't know each other anywhere near like we do now, but I remember sitting there as you were talking to the realtor, and you're basically just yelling at her to take the offer no matter what. Like, I I don't know what's going on, really, but Neil's going, yes, 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 yes. Just go. She was like, I think we could get 5,000 more, and I said, take it. (laughs) And she's like, but she goes, well, he's looking at two houses. I said, take the offer. Just do it. It turns out I was right. Oh, really? He would have, he was not going to go up. He would have just bought the other house. And I'm doing five thousand dollars over thirty years. I know what's it's happening. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be okay. If it's not, we're in, we got bigger problems. Yeah, that was that was tense. Yeah, I was. There was a lot of tension there because there was there was, and sure enough, like two months later, the whole housing market blew up. Oh, it did. Remember that? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. we probably would not have sold it. No, there were lots of days that I thought about picking up the phone, calling the mobile register and groveling. Yeah, I mean, the the, the time passing, because the, the the girls to an extent, but I mean, I walked in yesterday and saw Carson, the same good bit as we start the show. And I mean, in my head, we used to do those Thursday, Friday preview videos, and he's like out playing in the grass on the Grove as a yeah. really young kid. And you're going, oh my God. Yeah, now he's 6'1". Yeah, you're like, yeah. Jesus. Like, that's... 6'1". and. <sighs> what I do to look like that for one day of my life. So wow. it'll get you. Yeah. Time will get you. What nearly as bad as the, uh, the worst times. This is interesting. I was listening to Ryan Rosillo. Okay. And they do life advice. You've, you've listened to that. Yeah. I, I need I I, lo- I really like Ryan. I need to have him on my normal playlist and I don't. So okay. I miss most of his things. I really like his stuff. Yeah. Um, I think he is one of the most gifted, talented, creative, genuine people in talk radio yeah. or whatever we call this that we yeah. do. And he does this deal. He gets a couple of his buddies, I think, and they do life advice. And one of the questions this guy wrote in was about paternity leave. Okay. And it fascinated me. It's Wednesday, guys. I, I'm sorry. I, I I know there's stuff. We got some stuff, but it's fine. Go ahead. I know Go people ahead. want us to talk about the basketball transfer portal, and I do too, but I, I'm, I'm not confident enough in my information to get into it that way. So I'm trying. I'm kind of old school a little. I, like- I would create more questions and answers if I start getting too technical about it right now because I don't know. And I know yeah. just enough to be really, really dangerous. And I know just enough to have stuff wrong. Okay. Okay. And that makes me nervous as an old school. I'm old school. I can't help it. I'm old. Um, anyway, it was about paternity leave. And this guy's working at a company. He's really good. It's like some sort of an engineering kind of deal. And they, he's about to have his second child. And they offer, get this, six, what was it? Ten weeks paternity leave. Okay. And he was like, what do I do? Some of the older guys here only took like two weeks. Do I take all 10? My wife wants me to take all 10, but I'm a little concerned if I take all 10 when I come back, it's going to kind of be held against me. And they were have, the three of them were having this debate about what you would do. Okay. And I started thinking, 10 weeks? I mean, it shows you where it was the culture because you're doing the same thing I'm doing. You get almost nervous. You're like, oh my God. Well, I mean, when Campbell was born... I, I I don't think I had 
two days? I think I was back writing at the newspaper two days later. It's Look, it's what this country gets wrong. We should have more paternity leave for multiple reasons. A, it allows... It'll, if you do it... See, I, I would do it a different way. I've got a buddy who did this. He works for um, a pretty a Fortune 100 company. And they offer... Now, international companies are better about it because they're better outside of America, frankly, on paternity leave. So yeah. a lot of their policies come into the country a good bit. But they did all of the paternity leave for the mother, and then he took over and did paternity leave after that. Right. So then someone is home with the child twice as long. But, I mean, the the amount of bonding time... In a time where, I mean, you and I both are aware of this, you're not participating in carrying the child in the birth yeah. to the level of there's a ton of things that you could get accomplished from a bonding time over that period of time with paternity leave that we simply just sort of kick back out and get on with it and you move on. And it, it does two things. It affects your ability to bond with the child. And then if you're in a two-job household, it prevents the woman from getting back into the workforce as quickly for multiple reasons. Yeah. So there's a lot of things right there where that makes tons of sense, but it's what he's trying to weigh is it's not the norm of our country. And Hey, is that going to be some negatives professionally that could impact us in very tangible ways at that point? Yeah. And they, they, they all kind of ended on, look, they're giving you 10 weeks, take 10 weeks, take it at the end of the day. And they were right. I was thinking to myself, what would I do? And I think the answer is I take the 10 weeks. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, you take the 10 weeks over the course of if it is the structure inside the company. I mean, you know, it's me need some assurances. Hey, you're sure well, right? that's what that's what Rosillo was saying. He's like, hey, you need to go touch base with people like, hey, you know, we good here. If I do this, are you good? And yeah. are you calling me in five weeks going, hey, I know you're off, but can you just give me half a day? And like, yeah, because if so, cool. But let me know that. Right, now. right, right. So I can prepare everybody for that eventuality. But I was just thinking about how it 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 brought back so many like feelings for me I, listening to it i mean i was like things i hadn't thought about in 20 years right i mean campbell turns 22 in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. and um i mean she sent she's sending pictures like you sent pictures yesterday of graduating stuff you know she's got her gown and the cords and the stuff and you're like holy it just doesn't hit you like until you see andy kennedy always says men are visual learners I think he's right. We see things and then you go, oh, damn, it kind of hits you. Um, but like with Campbell, I mean, I was right back at work. And when she was an infant, I was covering Auburn. And I'm leaving on Friday. I'm not getting back until Wednesday afternoon. And I can remember getting back on Wednesday afternoon. And I'm so excited to get back, right, to see her and to see Laura. And they've created their own not they, Laura had created her own routine and pattern and stuff. And all I, I remember when I came home, even though everybody was quote, happy to see me, I was a disruptive force. Oh, they had a routine. Yeah. She had a routine. She had a pattern and I messed it up and I'd, I'd leave on. Go ahead. Finish the thing and I'll go to this. I'd leave on, on Friday and it would just, that wave of almost like desperation would come over me. And then with Caroline, I've told the story many times. Caroline was born on a Thursday afternoon and I'm leaving for Tampa on Tuesday and was basically gone for two weeks and got back from, got back from there with, Hey, this, this, I can't, I can't keep doing this. This is, this doesn't work. 
so two things. My my buddy responded. I said, how long did you get? He said he got 12 weeks, which actually was longer than his wife got maternity leave. So his company gave longer in paternity leave than she got maternity leave. Wow. And they took it where she took all of hers, and then he took his right after that. And then in the stream, Ginger says that uh, they're not allowed to contact you during maternity leave, and if they do and you answer, it ends. There's a willpower Whoa. one for you. <laughs> Try that one on for wow. size. Hey, we're, we're going to call and see if you answer. Yeah, hey, just in case. That's crazy. The corporate world's nuts, man. I mean, dude. It's nuts. Like, I hear stories from my brothers and stuff, and I'm just like, All right, I don't know how anybody does it. Oh, he's got a really, he's continuing to write here. He had a hell of a deal. He said, I only took seven, eight weeks, but had access to the full 12. Also, didn't have to all be used at once. Could break it up, take a couple days here or there, a week here, four weeks consecutive, et cetera. Just oh. had to be used up within 12 months or it was lost. Oh, now that's a deal right that's there. That's a deal. That's a hell of a deal. You could just turn your whole year into a series of kind of four-day weeks. That's cooking. Where do you sit on the whole four-day week as opposed to a five-day week? Look, I'm a creature of habit, so I have a hard time taking things like well, that. We don't have traditional weeks. Yeah, so it doesn't. I so mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about for other people, like a four-day school week. A four-day work week? Do you think people would be more productive? Well, I don't want a four-day school week unless we're doing a four-day work week. Sure. Because I do have some issues, and I, I mean, I've been very vocal about this, even locally, like, tr let's can we try to match up people? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, any school district in a major university, not just necessarily Oxford or Ole Miss or whatever, but, I mean, can we match spring breaks? Can we match these things? Can we understand that most of your employees are having to find child care in all these different ways? Uh, I don't I believe the studies that say some people in some industries are very productive in four day weeks. I'll buy that. I, I, look, I'm kind of an asshole. I'm just can we just do five days and not complain about it? Like I, I, I I'm. It, well, it, it takes a lot to get me to say nope, nope, nope. I need that. I mean, look, I'm not upset about it. Everybody'd love to have an extra day, but but what we, we you and I are the worst people probably yeah, for this I, because not, we don't have days off. And never have an eight to five. Not, I don't never. sit in a cubicle from eight to five and go. Yeah, I, I mean, like I'll see people in the neighborhood. I'll, I'm out walking the dogs at one in the afternoon, and they pass by me, and I can tell what they're thinking. Like, that dude doesn't work, and it's like, well, I do. That, my schedule is totally different than yours. My Sunday when I'm sitting up here writing all day long, you're hanging out oh, by the pool. A, a, a creature of habit to the point of I don't like people in my house on the off days. I almost get like jittery, like when they're off and I'm working because yeah. you know you come out and you're doing something and whatever, and it's like thought you were working. It's like well, I mean, I don't have a <laughs> ball and chain to my ankle. I yeah. can fix a sandwich. Like I don't, I don't have a cubicle. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I've read a good bit about it. I, it seems to work. I mean, look and. You know, basically, they take a whole damn month off in some European countries where they have the holiday. I mean, we're just so not, that's not what we do. It's not our custom. Connor has a, uh oh. There's, everybody hang tight. We're having a little connectivity. Yeah, we're issue okay. Video. You're still here. Don't freak out. Oh, that's a new one, though. We didn't do that a minute ago. We're back. Okay. So, Connor asked a question. 
in your honest opinion, what's a good age to start having children? Oh. I'll answer this question. Oh, okay. As soon as you are convinced that your marriage is good, don't the whole wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The whole wait, the whole wait till you feel financially able is a mistake. Because you're never going to completely. And because babies aren't all that expensive, really. We make them expensive. Kids and teenagers are expensive. Yeah. Like yes. Right now? Yes. I mean. You'd love to your expense be a bunch of onesies right now. Yeah, or Webkins. I mean, my stuff, it's, a little more, a little, little, it's a little more expensive right now than it was then. But, I mean, you can, I mean, you know, babies don't need a lot. Honestly, no. I mean, we spend shit tons of money on them, but it, that's that's our fault. So if you, I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm often asked like regrets. I wouldn't have waited until I was, I was, I guess I was 30 when we had the one that we lost. I was 31 when Campbell was born. I would have started in my 20s. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, if I had two do-overs, I would have started in my 20s and we would have four. If you've three. got a couple things you want to do, trip-wise, vacations, get those out of the way first. I will say that. it's One or both of you could have trouble mentally leaving the kids for the long trip or the long vacation or the year. You know what I mean? Like, if there's a yeah. couple of those and you can afford it, I think knock those out. Get those out of the way. Yeah. I think that the dynamics change, for at sure. least for a while. It'll open back up as they get older, but... sure. There's a period of time there that, yeah, whatever. The the work from home thing's interesting. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna come back to that because I have a, I have a a couple thoughts on that. We'll uh, we'll get to that in a second. Before we uh, do that, I'll tell you about Athletic Greens. Take AG One in the morning before uh, working out, after working out, whatever it is that will uh, suit you, but your you best. Maybe if you're fasting, you do it to break the fast. Give it that fast. It would be a very good thing there to uh, start you out without the heavy meal. Get you started for your day. Get some great nutrients inside you after uh, taking some hours off from eating. It'll make you feel better to take on your day, get you ready to go. It's good, something good for your body. So with AG1, it's a comprehensive health and power of habit all in one. It's great for recovery. and love taking mine after a workout. When you need a little bit of a boost, it empowers the gut for whole body health and so much more when the grains powder. It's all of your key health products all in one. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, and Athletic Greens has given you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash mpw. That's athleticgreens.com slash mpw. Check it out. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, Plus, fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Check them out in Oxford or Ridgeland today. The College Corners, your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's uh, next to uh, Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook or Instagram at uh, College Corner Store. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Hoping to bring you a hand-raised guys uh, tomorrow night. Working on some stuff for that. That's brought to you by Comer and Southern. Different names, same great products, same great people, same great services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 
4429. ASTOCK is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. Shop now at ASTOCK.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. ASTOCK has multiple locations around Nashville and Memphis, also in Indiana, and more uh, coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi. If you have... Uh, if you take diabetes, high blood pressure, or cholesterol medications, you know that uh, they typically cause side effects and uh, like muscle pain, brain fog, stuff like that. Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support. It puts those vitamins back into your body, keeps you compliant uh, over the long haul. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Morgan Wallen bringing his one night at a time tour to Walter Hemingway Stadium April 22nd, April 23rd. That's the Saturday and Sunday. Tickets for both still available and start at just $78. So to purchase, visit morganwallen.com. And if you already have your ticket, make sure and purchase a parking pass, olemistix.com. And look for that. Remember, uh, parking is going to be at a premium. Get your pass now, olemistix.com. Yeah, look. <clears throat> No, they, they make a couple of good points. Daycare is outrageous. It is. That is absolutely a cost. Um, it's another substantial monthly payment in addition to a car or a house or whatever it is. It's why I started doing the radio show back in Mobile. So Laura could stay home with Campbell. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it was a it was a nice day when my kid went to public school and you went, oh, wow, I don't have that oh, a month anymore. I've mean, like, been oh, there. Yeah. Oh. You kind of forget it was going away, frankly. You're like, ah, oh, it sucks. You go, oh. I think my point, wow. though, is... The whole not having, not starting your family because of an expense that's going to be there in two or three years anyway. I think you, oh, there's gotcha. a better yeah, chance yeah. that you're going to look back and like. I mean, I'll be not not. People do not want to hear all this. I guess if you're listening, you do. At this point, are you going to put up with it? Um, I mean, I, I I Carson's sixteen, and I can't begin to tell you how many times we're doing something that I wish I were three or four years younger. Oh, really? Yeah. Where I realized, like, you know, how much I'm probably going to miss because of me being in my mid-30s when he was born. Yeah, I think about that all the time. I, I mean, I wish we'd started earlier. And, and like I said, I mean, I, I I wish we'd had four and started earlier. No question. I wish I'd had a child at 27 instead of 31. Simple. What's the dynamic between wishing there was four instead of three? There were four instead of three. It's just it's the, for me. It's the yeah. single most. It's maybe the, the single only rewarding thing. I mean, I just enjoy okay. being a dad. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, I, I like one more opportunity for all the things. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Like I'm so thankful that I had girls and boys. Yeah, I get that. You know, I mean, I didn't. I didn't know how much I wanted a boy until we found out we were having a boy. But I mean, I would have been perfectly fine with four girls. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's it. I mean, I yeah. I hear, like, you hear the clock ticking now, like, for us. You're just getting started, right? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. first, second grade, whatever. I mean, we... But even then, it goes... I mean, it goes it fast. Looks seven. I mean, yeah. not... Yeah, no, I mean, she's, what, second grade? For, uh, kindergarten. Kindergarten. Because she just turned seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she'll she'll be in the eighth grade before you know it. Um, 
Yeah, it just goes fast. That's all. I feel the clock ticking with Carson. I think it makes me think about it. Like the the soccer stuff, like over the weekend. I know that I'm going to miss that when it's not the soccer. It's the time we get together. Right. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. we get, we talked the whole way back from Hattiesburg. I mean, that's a gift, you know, because a lot of kids don't really communicate. And we, we talked about various stuff all the way back. So. And he's back in an age now where you're not the dumbest human on the planet anymore, you know? Which yeah. he, didn't, he didn't have that phase as much as some kids with the, as much as the girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the girls, I was an idiot. There's the teenage years where, hey, you, you, I mean, yeah, with, you with, know nothing. With the girls, when they were in high school, they were just smarter than me. Profoundly smarter. <laughs> <laughs> haven't really, haven't really dealt with that with Carson. He's, he's a little more, little more, little more open to the idea that maybe I've had some life experience that he could learn from. Look, the other question in this, and I've, I've never had an 8-5 in a cubicle, but here's my deal with the stay-at-home versus the in-office thing. Because you're right. I mean, they have shown that productivity has not fallen that much. They've also shown that they are losing so much money in rent on these campuses where they had everybody in buildings, and now they have nothing to do with the buildings. I mean, you saw the Amazon, you know, they were going to put that new place in with all the whatever, and they had to quit because they they're not putting people in those places. So it's been pushed back and changed and all these different things. Here's the end of the day. Good employees are good employees, and shit employees are shit employees. Whether they're in an office, whether they're at home, you're either motivated to get your stuff done or you're not. Because you either have here's work the ethic deal. or you don't. You can waste as much time in a cubicle during the day. Because look, I mean, look at all the ways companies monitor people for those reasons. Yeah. I mean, they put, you know, there's blocks on computers and all this stuff. Well, no headphone rules. There's That's because people can kill time doing anything they kill time. At home, there are tons of things to distract you. Tons, tons, tons. Trust me. I'm well aware. But at the end of the day, you're either getting it done or you're not. I will say this. The people that simply go, it is exactly the same thing at home, that's not true because the collaborative efforts. It's so much easier to get other opinions or to talk about things. And I I get we have Zoom and we have calls and we have Slacks and all this different stuff. But there is something to the congeniality of being in a room with other people to get opinions in real time and look them face it. Face-to-face is still the ultimate way to communicate and to adapt to processes we're all working on at the same time together. So don't tell me it's exactly the same. Oh, of course from not. Home. No. Especially with motivated people who are really engaged sure. in what they're doing. Sure. Um, there's, I mean, there's, there, there's, there's no doubt about that. I mean, was, um, I mean I've, I've said this before, working in a newsroom when I was on news side in Birmingham and there were editors and managing editors and there were copy editors and stuff. I mean, my work was really good. There was a lot of stuff... I mean, I had energy and work ethic, and I was enthusiastic about breaking stories and stuff like that. I had all these people to help me, and I learned a ton. I mean, I my work got edited once I learned how to get coached a little. I mean, I got I, I'm infinitely better because of those experiences. Had I just been one of these, like frankly, it's what do you feel bad for these kids today that are kind of starting out in what we do? They just get an assignment and go home and do it on their yeah, computer they don't get the, and they just publish and their work sucks and they don't even realize it sucks. Like their writing is horrible well, and mean, there's, cause there's nobody to correct it. Look, even if you're goofing off in your office for half the time, you're still in your office. Like calls come in, you're taking like, you're much more likely to get back on track than at home where there's just nothing. Unless you're really, really motivated. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's a thing. Cause 
and you have to figure it out for yourself. I mean, this sounds dumb to a lot of people who probably do their entire day in their pajamas, and that's what they love. I have a mental thing where I am much sharper to do work if I shower and get dressed in normal clothes. Oh, yeah, for I, sure. I don't know for why, sure. whatever, but if I just like go in there in a hoodie and I'm like, eh, whatever, whatever. Nowhere near as I'm like, nope, we're going to get up. Like we're going to, we might be in the office, but we're going to kind of shake our day a little bit. We're going to shower and put a polo on and, yeah. and look like if I need to go somewhere, I can go immediately. I mean, it. No, it's, it's, there, there, there is something mental to that that works. And I would do that, I think, every day if I weren't like, okay, my deal is if I get dressed and stuff, the odds of me getting undressed and into like workout clothes. That's why I take like nine showers a day because I'm constantly, yeah, I mean, goes I goes down I'm, remarkably. I'm, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I know you're right. I noticed that when on days when I I'm dressed, I'm probably more productive. Yeah, there's something my, to my 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 fault. It's not even a fault. It's just the way it is. is. Is like especially not now because things are. This is the beginning. People are like, is it slow for you guys? Well, I mean, kinda now a little. Not not really. You're still watching stuff, but there's not a daily. Like we don't have football. Mm-hmm. When football's rolls around, it's it's day by day by day by day, and if anything, I work too much. From a being able to be creative and think process, because it's just every day. And these people that work on quotas, the story quotas, I, I don't know how I, the insanity of that is beyond me. If there was a more newsroom environment to it, I think we would be better at bigger projects. Because you would be kicking yeah, those off more and going, sure. hey, this would make sense. What, like, sure. Whatever, whatever. There's a lot of just, hey, whatever. Okay, fine. Um, anyway. In the business world, have you read much about, uh, it's a 25-year anniversary of Netflix. Have you been reading much about this? No, I haven't um, read anything about it. 25 years, the, the, one of the owners has gone through tons of his story on how they got started and how it. there's so many plays where it shouldn't have worked and it did and a lot of those different things. Now, they did... This past year saw their first subscriber decline at any point in their history this past year. Really? Um, what do they attribute that to? Just so many options? Yeah, it's just so many options. They've struggled some on original programming. Obviously, all hasn't been hits. You know, how do you spend money? Where does that money go? They're really going to do a lot more to lock down password sharing in Q2 for this year, and they think that that will, I know, join the <laughs> club. Uh, they believe, though, and I look, I'll. I don't just buy this number. I think this number is low. They think 100 million people are using Netflix without paying for it. Oh, I bet it's more than that. Yeah, I think their number's low um, as someone who's in that space. Um, they think that that will pop their business up or whatever, but did you know that they announced this week they are stopping the uh, DVD rental side of their business? Did you know that was even still going? They still today... Do the DVD mail out thing that they started with the company twenty five years ago. It's not Are you just serious. Streaming. It was in my newsletter this morning. That is shocking. Not to me. just doing it. One point three million people subscribed to the DVD service last year, generating one hundred and forty five million in revenue for Netflix. Wow! The DVD portion. People that still get DVDs, put them in their DVD player and, and watch a movie. Put it back in the envelope and mail it back in. How Netflix got started to begin with. Wow. 145 million last year. I almost admire those people. Because <laughs> those people get it and they, you sit down and they have like a two hour window where they watch a movie. Well, what they're. It's that. 
it's also people, you know, because not everything is streamed. So if they're doing a lot of stuff that's not streamed, I think in their minds is they can pay for this monthly service, which probably isn't very expensive anymore. Ginger's, on, Ginger's probably right. On that side. There's probably a lot of those people that don't know they're paying for that. <laughs> She's probably right. Because <laughs> it's hard for me to believe that there are that many people that still get a DVD in the mail, put the DVD in their DVD player, watch said DVD. Then mail it back. Then mail it back. I, that, that feels... That feels like the Flintstone era. And I know it's not. I mean, stuff is the streaming space, 25 years. They, how long has Netflix been streaming, though? I don't know. I mean, I've had not, it the whole not time. Not 25. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I remember subscribing to the DVD service when I was in college. At least high school, but probably maybe college. Yeah. That's wild. I can remember getting a direct TV and thinking it was like a big deal. In uh, 2000, Netflix tried to sell what at that point was a startup to Blockbuster for $50 million. Blockbuster obviously has one store remaining at this point. It's in Bend, Oregon. Uh, they still have the one store. They still have the one store. Um, $50 million was the offer. Blockbuster laughed them out of the room, wouldn't consider it. Netflix market cap today is one hundred and forty three billion. Wow. Fell a little bit on Blockbuster's part there. A disaster. I mean, not exactly the best uh the best deal from that standpoint. Yeah, look, and Netflix has struggled compared to some of its uh, opponents from a live streaming standpoint. You know, that's become the new thing too, live streaming. Yeah. Uh, a little trivia for you if you're curious. The first DVD Netflix ever sent out was in 1998. Beetlejuice was the uh, the first DVD that was sent out. Oh, the uh, yeah, good movie actually. Now that you say that, I realize that I watch more programming. <clears throat> pardon me on other streaming platforms than I do Netflix. Paramount, even Apple Hulu, TV. Amazon Prime, Apple TV. I might use Netflix least honestly. I'm thinking that I probably do too. I, here's the thing, though. It's been around so long that I will start there if I'm trying to find something. Oh. It still is in my head of that's where I'll go, even though I use Hulu for my actual television because we use Hulu Live TV. little Ole Miss trivia here to this a little bit. The most frequently requested DVD ever, The Blind Side. Really? Could have given me <sighs> thousands of guesses. Yeah. I mean... I have so many problems with that movie. <laughs> the fact that we actually were around for that movie. Yeah. 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 That's the, yeah. A lot, a lot of hand raises in that. Yeah, so, hey, so hold many. on. Hold on. So many time out. Got some questions. <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. Cause that's not out. No, no. Yeah. Netflix has added a six ninety nine ad tier to try to attack more users where they'll put ads in for six ninety nine. So you get a really oh. cheap version, but it's not going to be ad free. They did add 1.75 million net subscribers uh, in this last quarter. Well, if they'll crack down on the password thing and then send me a note on how you did it. <laughs> send us a note. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just found it interesting. That, I was, no, that's in, that is interesting. Yeah, the blind side. Yeah, because I, I just pulled up 
Apple TV to see like what I'm watching, and I'm watching much more on Apple TV than I watch. Obviously, the, Ted Lasso. I'm watching Shrinking, which is fantastic. From I, I love it. I haven't watched it yet. It's it's really good. I, for whatever reason, for me, it's like it's just it's funny, and yet it, it has some depth to it. You need depth. It just can't depress you. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, if, if it's going to be dark, I have to know that it's going to be dark. Like even Barry, which is funny. Yeah, the yeah, darkness yeah. in Barry sometimes kind of got to me a little bit. We we've been pretty. Uh, we've been hammering Michael Lewis's offerings the last couple of days. We went after Moneyball yesterday. We're going after the Blind Side today. Well, Moneyball's bad. The, the movie. The, the, yes. The book was fine. It it told a story from Bean's perspective. Just over time, we've learned that perspective was false. Had some issues. Lots of them. And the blind side, the the, the movie is is bad. Sorry. Wasn't it like nominated for Oscars or something? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, it was entertaining. Sure, yeah. And if you if you didn't care about it being true, I mean, so I guess this is the suspend disbelief and just go to the movie and watch a movie and based on a true story. Little tearjerker. That's it was fine. based on a true story. But there were, I, I think, if you know the story and you know some of the people in the story, it's just you. Uh, it's it's more than you can handle. Sandra Bullock won Best Actress. Is that right for that? Well, she was very talented and she did a great job. I'm not criticizing her. I'm I'm talking about the yeah, yeah. facts of the story. I mean, I'm a Sandra Bullock fan. She's great. She was nominated for Best Picture. I didn't remember that. Wow. Must have been a weak year. Oh my God. Have you have you gotten into Ted Lasso season three yet? No, I've got to hurry up. I'm finishing succession okay. before I move over. I don't know why I'm not watching them at the same time, but I'm, I'm How not. long did it take you to get into succession? Because I've started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped. How long does it take for it to get good? Dialogue based shows are what I love. So a lot of people are not going to feel the same way. I don't need action. I don't even really need humor. I need dialogue that interests me with plot lines. It's slow. I don't know. Half the first season. Okay. I mean, so four, four or five episodes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The family family conflict nature of it was appealing. So I don't know. This is back in the time, though, and I'll move on to the next thing in a second, when they had so many nominees for Best Picture, because they've cut it now. It was, used to be a huge list. Yeah, now it's like five movies, and you're yeah. like, I've not heard of any of those uh, So the winner this year is the 82nd Academy Awards was the Hurt Locker, um, and then other nominees, Avatar, The Blind Side, District 9, and Education, Inglorious Bastards, Precious, um, A Serious Man, Up, and Up in the Air. So it was a, it was a big I list I of saw movies. three of those. I like Up in the Air. It's I never saw I saw Up. Up was good. <laughs> and I was like, that's just speed. Right up was kind of sad. Uh, Sandra Bullock, Bullock in The Blind Side beat Helen Mirren from The Last Station, Carrie Mulligan from An Education, Gabori Sidibe from Precious, and Meryl Streep from Julie and Julia. So she at least beat some heavyweights there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now that we've run down the Academy Awards and stay at home (laughs) office for the day. What was um, Precious? I I have no clue. I can click it if you want me to. I'm I'm, I'm now curious. All right. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So, again, you get the best internet in Lafayette County as well as parts of Oxford and Lafayette I'm sorry, not Oxford and Lafayette, Union and Pontotoc Counties. Give them a call, 662-238-3159. Neil appears to be still looking it up, so I'll tell you about G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. To put your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. They will transfer your medications. You make one phone call. They take care of the rest. That's G&M Pharmacy, again, here in Oxford or Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs, 662-236-2222. Brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to deadsoxy.com um, backslash rebels. You can join their NIL subscription. Uh, you get uh, after your – it's just a lot of stuff there. If you sign up, you'll get stuff uh, on, a, on a regular basis from Dead Soxy. A lot of great stuff that uh, also contributes to Ole Miss Athletics. As far as I know, they still have their uh, Grand Slam deal in place. Go to uh, deadsoxy.com, enter uh, – Promo code Rebel Grove, and you get 40% off thanks to Ole Miss hitting four home runs in their series against Arkansas a couple weeks ago. Um, that does not include NIL stuff, by the way. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for your next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. Uh, It's a complete electrical control system solution provider. 
It's a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. We're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons uh, at uh, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. has been serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle-based in Jackson. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's MyPinWealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N Wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards at Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Just get in touch with John if you're thinking about a vacation. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He will give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards at regencytravel.net. Go through this list. Found it interesting. Again, we'll get precious, a couple. Precious sounds dark, by the way. Yeah, everyone is saying don't do it. I think it was that year's boyhood for you, so don't. Yeah, 1987, 16-year-old Clarice, I think is how you say it, Precious Jones. Oh, that's right. New York City's Harlem neighborhood with her unemployed mother, Mary, who has long been subjected to who has long subjected her to physical and verbal abuse. Precious has also been raped by her now absent father, I remember Carl. this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. Yeah, no, no. No, uh, good. You're out. There's a difference between critically good and watchable to the point of being happy you watched it. I mean, I would have to watch three seasons of The Office to get past that. No, grind. I do. I, I like dialogue shows. It's why I've got Mad Men way higher than a lot of people. I mean, everybody says it's a good show, but I mean, it's one of my top three shows of all time. Uh, Oof. yeah. You'd have to take a shower after that one. You're, you're no, it's not that. That is not for me. Yeah. One and one of my. I don't have many life strengths, but one of them is knowing at the very beginning of something that this is not going to be good for me. This is not going to lead to growth. There, yeah, it says this it's based off dark. the novel Pushed by Sapphire. Do you want to read the book instead? No. You good? Nope. Nope. I'll just go read another Clancy book or something. Just I'm not going to sit here on these all day, but I'm going to take them through and see what your guesses are. Jalen Hurts. So I'll give you the first one, obviously, because you know that from listening to the pod yesterday. The NFL's highest, player, highest paid players at every position as okay. of today. Quarterback Jalen Hurts. Total value $255 million. Okay. Again, those is not guaranteed money. This is total values of contracts, which is not the same thing okay. at all. All right. Highest paid running back in the league. Who is it? Mr. McCraney? Uh oh, I know this is wrong. Um Ezekiel Elliott? Christian McCaffrey. Oh. $64 million. That's it, though. Total value $64 million. Running back, Christian McCaffrey. Tells you a lot about drafting a running back in the first round. It does. Wide receiver. Oh, God. Um, so many of them that it's hard to. I don't even. I have no idea. And they keep topping each other. You know, so right. new contracts are yeah. almost automatically. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver, Miami Dolphins. Tight end. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Darren Waller. Oh. Darren Waller. Raiders, 51 million. Offensive tackle. Laramie Tunsil? That is correct. $75 million. 
guard. I, you could have given me a thousand guesses. I, I have no idea. Chris Lindstrom, $102 million. Really? That's interesting. Guard actually today higher paid than total total value again. Okay. Center. You would so, know the name. Jason Kelsey? That is correct, yes. Okay. Defensive tackle. Don't overthink it. Oh, uh, uh, Rams. Uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. $95 million. Yeah. The, the best Potentially the best player in football. Let it be what it is. Edge rusher. Highest paid edge rusher. $112 million. I don't know. TJ Watt. Oh. Inside really? inside linebacker. Very recent contract. Oh. Um, $100 million. Inside linebacker. I've got to start honing up on my NFL offseason. I, I don't know. Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith got $100 million? He did. That good is for him. <laughs> I mean, a good player. but Roquan got $100 million. I mean, good for him. Yeah, I mean, sure. congratulations. Corner, Jair Alexander, $84 million. Okay. Safety, Derwin James, $76.532 million. Would not have guessed that one either. Kicker, been doing it a really long time. Really, really good. Vinatieri? Uh, Justin Tucker. Oh, with Baltimore. $24 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punter? I don't know. Michael Dixon, $14.7 million. I wouldn't have gotten that if you'd given me hours. And then I could give you days, long snapper. No clue. $6.3 million, though. Good, good gig if you can get it. Well, if you're really, really hey, good at it and you can do it consistently. You're the umpire. I'd never want to hear about you, see you, nothing. Yeah. Just, I mean, we've seen that at Ole Miss. Bad ones and good ones change dynamics. Well, if you're a competitive team and you've got one, you hang on to him. Uh, Joe Cardona. I don't know. Who's he play for? I have no idea. Okay. It looks like maybe the Cowboys or the seat. Like, I'm just judging by the color of the logo behind them, but I have no clue. Oh, yeah. Darren Waller's a giant now. Yeah, that's right. So the draft is next week. Isn't it? It's next Thursday? Yeah, that's correct, I think. Seems almost a lock, by the way, the Panthers taking Bryce Young with the first pick. I mean, it, they're I, not even really being quiet about it anymore. I get it. It's, I, I, he, he's the safest pick, isn't he? I mean, he's a terrific player. You're in that overthinking phase when you start saying no. Well, I mean, here's what I base this on. And I realized that he played at Alabama and Will Levis played at Kentucky and Will Levis was hurt the day that he played Ole Miss. But we watched Will Levis play in person and we watched Bryce Young play in person. And one was better than the other. And one wowed me. I mean, I remember leaving the stadium that day going, I just watched a really unique player win a game. I think if you'd given Alabama an average quarterback that day, Ole Miss wins that game by 10 points. I watched Bryce Young go over to his sideline, yell at his offense, and then come back out and score. Yeah, And he just made plays. Not to send bad memories for yeah, some sure. of the Ole Miss people here, but it, it was – he was a difference maker. And Levis was good. I mean, watching Levis in warm-ups, I was like, oh, I get it. God, he looks the part. I mean, he 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 can spin it, man. I mean, he's a big dude, good looking, well put together, can spin it. 
and is athletic. And that day he didn't look very athletic because it turns out he had a broken bone in his foot. But he's good. But I, I couldn't I couldn't take Will Levis or Anthony Richardson before I took Bryce Young. <coughs> Bless you. I agree. I mean, the Panthers are already discussing like nutrition plans and stuff for him. Like they're it just they they've done everything but say it at this point. Well, he's that deal. If, if if you believe he's the best quarterback, but you don't take him because he's five ten, and then five years later, you took a guy who's struggling to grasp the the, the intricacies of an NFL offense, while Bryce Young is leading the Arizona Cardinals or whoever up and down the field. You, you're you're well. No, number one, you're out of football, and number two, you you hate yourself because you didn't do you didn't do the thing that made the most sense. And if you just take Bryce Young, and then it turns out that, no, he's just not big enough, you're like, well, we knew that was an issue, but we thought he was the best quarterback. Yeah. A few news and notes here from around uh, sports in general. Uh, We mentioned it on the show earlier this week. Rexham did win yesterday, so they are one win away from promotion into the uh, the next phase. Again, if you care about following that at all. I know Uh, Chelsea did not win yesterday because I heard all about that when a certain person got home. He was aware. Oh, yeah. Uh, Demar Hamlin has been cleared for football. Um, I have so many questions, but I'm happy for Demar Hamlin. I'm super happy for Demar Hamlin. Is this is a great conclusion? Yes. To a potentially awful story on January the second. I still want to know what was the deal the day of the Bills Bengals playoff game, the Demar Hamlin thing. Because I now wonder if that was Demar Hamlin. What they showed. Oh, really? I, I, I do. Because DeMar Hamlin looks perfectly normal now. Yeah, yeah. And, and I wonder why they didn't show him more that day than they did. Yeah, it was careful. It was it's beyond. It was bizarre is yeah. what it was. The uh, Are you seeing this? The uh, new potential, well... Major League Baseball uses the Atlantic League to test rules. That's where all the stuff that came in this year for Major Baseball started. They look at it in the, in the Atlantic League and then run from there to see what they think about it. Okay. They've uh, asked the Atlantic League to put new, three new rules in for this year. So get ready for this just in okay. case. All right. One is a designated pinch runner. It would allow teams to substitute the runner into the game at any time. The player does not need to be in the starting lineup. It's another way to try to steal more bases. Think softball. You get the extra, basically a courtesy runner, if you will, without okay. it being a courtesy runner. I don't like that. Okay. Okay. It's fine. All right. You're you're against it. Yes. You want the nine on the card to be the nine on the card. Well, I don't. I mean, so I've got the big fat guy that doesn't run very well, and every time he gets on first base, I've got this guy that comes in and runs for him. Yep. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm probably in the minority. But I don't. But I don't like. And that. I don't know that. Is it constant or is it once per game? They don't clarify here. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. A limit of only one disengagement for the pitcher per batter. Keep oh. it at two. We don't need to play an hour and twenty minutes. Okay. Stop. Yes, that's that's too much. Because sometimes the pitcher just needs to take a moment. Yeah. Stop. Like a lot of hitters now. Yeah, because it's not throwover. It's disengagement. If he comes off the rubber for any reason, that's it. No, I, I don't like this. Right. This is too much. Two is right. Yeah, I'm good with two. Because over two, you're starting to stall. 
And again, the game, if the guy takes off and you throw him out, you can still throw him out. You've just got to throw him out or he gets the base. Well, here's the thing. If I if I go to a baseball game, right, I, I go to see the Braves and the Phillies at, at Truist Park. Yeah. I don't want to be done in two hours. No, no. I kind of want it to last. I don't I don't want to be there for four, but I'm cool with two hours and 45 minutes. I'm there for a baseball game. I'm going to have a couple of beers. Probably going to get a bag of peanuts because that's what I do at a baseball game. I'm going to hang out, look around. I might get up at some point, kind of walk around the stadium and see stuff. I don't want to look look up in its sixth inning because they're flying. Games are kind of fast right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm that's cool with it. Put it. I'm cool with it. It's cool. But like I watched some of Cubs A's last night and they were flying. They it's were a, it's, flying. It's, it's an NBA game now. We're just going. It's quick. Yeah. And then this last one that, because I cover college baseball, I'm a little more used to weird stuff with DHs. It's called the double hook designated hitter, which isn't technically new, but its renewed presence in the Atlantic League means it has real potential to become a new rule. It allows a team to use a designated hitter throughout the game if its starting pitcher throws five or more innings. If the pitcher doesn't finish the fifth, the DH gets wiped. Oh. Oh. That's interesting. That would end the end openers. Yes, you would. You would, would no never, longer have a DH if you had an opener. That is correct. That would also be the end of bullpen day. Unless you're just giving the game up, like you would in the NBA, back to back, and you go, "Hey, if we win, great." A schedule loss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. There's some strategy there. Okay, that's they think that one is actually. I don't hate that. That's interesting. I don't, I'd, I'd have to see it in action. And if I'm Major League Baseball, I let the Atlantic League do it for two years. Let them let them work it out. That's yeah. Okay, you're, you're intrigued. I, well, I'm, I'm certainly intrigued because I, for whatever reason, I guess this is old school. I don't like the openers. The guy that starts the game and he pitches an inning yeah, and then. Yeah. But I get sometimes why a team has to have a Johnny Holstaff day. Yeah, some days it just is what it is. Yeah. Don't have a dude. Injuries or stuff has happened, and you're like, hey, we're not winning the day anyway. Uh, Bubba Fish says, explain the DH rule. It's putting a premium on pitchers getting to their normal part in a start. If you get yanked early, they are not giving you the same courtesy on the pitcher not having to hit. Um I don't. My only issue with it is I don't really understand what we're solving. Well, because and, who gives it if there's right. an opener? Like I don't think that's actually what they're trying to solve. And it also you punish a team if a if a team does the smart thing. And let's say a, a you've got a young guy out there like the A's today are bringing up a guy for a major league debut, and he he goes. Let's say he gets into the third inning and he feels a little something. You want to get him out of the game. You don't want to get him hurt. But if you're going to lose your DH, do you try to push it? So you're punishing a team because they do the right thing with an injury or a guy gets hurt or pitcher sprains an ankle mm-hmm. coming off the mound. I don't know. It feels kind of, I don't know. I think, again, I, I'd have to think about it. Okay. <laughs> They're comparing this kid that's pitching for the A's today, by the way, to Kerry Wood. Oh. Yo, young Kerry Wood. Really? Like, throws the hell out of it. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Even in a world where everybody throws the hell out of it. Yeah. 
the cat that started for them last night was pretty good. It's good stuff. Left-handed. They just there's nobody there. They're not interesting. It's just bizarre. They're interesting in no way whatsoever. Well, they need to move. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, it's 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 total failure there. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. They deliver locally to your, uh, not locally, they'll deliver wherever you want. They deliver straight to your uh, door. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. Again, you can choose your flavors, everything from the Orleans style barbecue to the signature, the full meals in a bag. They've even got the Simply Shrimp for maybe children or anybody with a little more discerning palate. You can season that yourself. They also have the two pound bags of individually frozen shrimp for those who want a, uh, Grocery store type shrimp, except for a higher quality from the New Orleans based company. They also are available now in Rouse's markets. I saw somebody in the stream yesterday picked them up in Spanish Fort. They're throughout Louisiana and South Mississippi as well. Use code RG, code RG, five pouches or more, and you get 25% off with Prime Shrimp. Again, that's primeshrimp.com. I'll have the mailbag up a little bit later this morning. It's almost done. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you. It's always free for the candidate. If you are looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Payment of service solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website at servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Uh, Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself. Uh, It's CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered. It's also a fantastic venue for events, uh, reunions, prom, pre-parties, that kind of stuff. So get in touch with uh, the people at Southern Traditions on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. So... Let's see. Uh, Draymond Green, he is uh, suspended for game three of that uh, Kings-Warriors series. Kings up 2-0. Headed yeah, to, that's the right thing, too. Headed to Oracle. It's that the right was, move. That wasn't an accidental thing. No, it was, that was you, a you stomp. Yeah. You can't stomp on a player on the ground. They're pretty easy to hate. He's easy to hate. But it makes them easy to hate. Carson brought up a good point. That's a We touched with this yesterday, I guess. Everybody loves Steph. Yeah, I know. And everybody hates Draymond. Yeah. And the hate outweighs the love. They also win a lot. So it's easy to pull for whoever they're playing against because you have seen the Warriors win. You don't need to see it again. Does, We're kind of fickle sometimes on greatness and whether we want to see dynasties or not. I have a real strong opinion on this. Yeah. And I know it's clouded by my Thunder fandom. But I think the two Kevin Durant titles actually cheapened what the Warriors did. 
Because they won before him, and then they won the focus, after him. Yeah, it took the focus off what they actually had built inside the organization. Like, who's to say that if Kevin Durant had stayed in Oklahoma City or gone elsewhere, that they wouldn't have won the next title without him? They won with him easily. Maybe they would have won it without him. And then we'd go, oh, man, those three. And I think it's those two. I think Draymond's just kind of along for the ride. But Steph and Clay, I mean, in, in, in basketball history, if you get down to numbers, there aren't many backcourts better. Draymond's along for the ride, but he's still a very public part. I mean, no, oh, he yeah, still sure. gets all the praise that comes with yeah. it. I mean, it... And Steph has propped him up for years. Yeah. It's his dude, so no, I can't. And, and last year, the third wheel, if you will, was Andrew Wiggins. It wasn't Draymond. Yeah. But now he hurts them. Well, he hurt them. Because they're in trouble in this series. Oh, they're in deep trouble. Sacramento's good. People just don't understand how good those two young players are. De'Aaron Fox, DeMontis Sabonis, those are both... Very, very good. All NBA caliber NBA players. Is it two three two or two two one one one? Two two one one one. Okay. So if you're Sacramento, you get one of these two, you can close this thing. Yeah. Can you imagine how wild Game Five would be in Sacramento if it's three one? Yeah. Now you need to get five. deafening. Yeah. Chris Paul finally won a game that Scott Foster was officiating uh, last night, <laughs> and uh, in playoff. Series Chris Paul teams had gone zero and thirteen in games that Scott Foster had officiated. That's on Paul prior to last night. It is. I'm just. I mean, just it's a big number. NBA players don't number. like Foster because he's kind of robotic and he yeah. doesn't. But yet he keeps getting playoff assignments, so he must be a pretty good official. Yeah. So at some point, it's on Chris Paul. Yeah, it's fair. Cavs and Knicks one one. Cleveland blew them out last night. Still feel good about them in the series. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Cleveland's Cleveland's a good team. Boston won. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move on. Next round, please. You're, I, you're, I, I will I know we have some Hawks fans in yeah. our stuff. I, I don't if if I'm the Hawks, I'm 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 incredibly frustrated with where I am because I'm 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 approaching purgatory. Mm-hmm. I've got this elite player who doesn't work with my team. Most NBA people put him at the top of overrated list. Nobody's the, the the list of people that are lining up to s- trade their futures for Trey Young is very small. Yet he's so good that I'm making the playoffs every year, and we're going nowhere. You don't look at the Hawks and go, you know, one more piece. Yeah, yeah, no. And not even a little in this series. Oh no, they're outclassed by Boston in in ways that if you're in the Hawks building today you're mm-hmm. scratching your head going what are we doing mm-hmm. we're nowhere close we've been mentioning a little nhl just because of the dynamics of Connor mcdavid and the bruins the defending champion avalanche they lost game one last night three one to the kraken uh so oh yeah they're facing a they were losing colorado last night rangers won over the devils last night they're kind of a dark horse a little bit there in the uh in the eastern conference I wish I could get into. I don't have time to get into. I I don't need another sport. I I can't. Like it's like no. I don't either. I'm good. The thing to watch here, and they Carson came down last night. I could tell he was like coming down to see. Hey, are you watching? uh, You watching Suns Clippers? And I'm like, no, I'm watching the Cubs. And he was like, oh, it was was nothing, nothing in the fifth. And he goes, exciting. (laughs) Goes back (laughs) up, and I was like, well, okay. Oh, come on, no. The soccer dude can't do that. (laughs) No, come on. Uh, Hell no. Come on. I almost went. Your team lost two to nothing. Yeah, 
Can't go nil-nil and go, oh, it was an awesome game, and then make fun of baseball 0-0 zero, zero in the fifth. Sorry. Uh-uh. You don't get to do that. Uh, the the a more interesting story from a hockey standpoint, just straight sports fandom and history, is the Toronto Maple Leafs, you're talking about an original six team, a franchise that really cares, a fan base that's rabid. Yeah. They've been, it has been 19 years since they have won a postseason series, and they got beat 7 3 in game one last night by the Lightning. Oh, wow. They were down 3 nothing in the first period. Just, I mean, they've sucked, but they've had multiple 100 point seasons, which is really good in the regular season right, for right. anybody who's unhockey ish. Uh, and still just can't pull off a playoff series at all. So, sure. Uh, your news and notes. I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Ole Miss beats Arkansas State 6 3. They did not hit very well offensively. Sorry, they left runners everywhere offensively. They left 13 on base. They were awful with runners at third and less than two outs last night. Uh, Mike was frustrated in the postgame. Pitching was pretty good. There's two things I'm taking from it. Uh, One, it was a very losable game because Ethan Groff, Jacob Gonzalez, and Calvin Harris went 0 for 13. There are a lot of games where you could lose if that happens. Yeah. The bottom of the order played well. Chatagnier, Leger, John Kramer got a start and had a couple hits. Clarko was good last night. They did enough. They got it done. And then the bigger thing, and I wrote about it a little bit this morning on, on the message board, Mike brought Mason Nichols in in the sixth inning yesterday. And I found that interesting because, and I asked him a couple questions about Mason, and frankly, I was just kind of bored. I didn't ask a third that I probably should have, but whatever. Um... It was a midweek game for you too. Yeah, I was like, I'd already like, I'm just peppering him. I'm like, okay, shut up. Like, it's fine. We'll talk about it later. We'll see if he does it this weekend. Was more what I have in my mind. Right. But look, Mason Nichols. Everybody remembers Mason in June last year when he was 92, 94. Had summer heat. The whole deal was a little, a little higher on the gun. But at this point last year, Mason looked a lot like what Mason looks like right now. Mm-hmm. The velo, the command. But he was the third bullpen option. He was behind. Brandon Johnson and Josh Mallets, even behind Riley Maddox before Riley got hurt, frankly. And he was able to just do some nice things and move up. Well, he's being asked to be the closer or at least a late-game high-leverage stopper, and that's not the same role. So I thought it was pretty interesting last night that they get to the sixth, and I get that at the moment that was high leverage, but it was a Tuesday against Jonesboro. It's only so high leverage. Right. He brought Mason in, and Mason pitched the sixth, the seventh, and the eighth and was fantastic last night. I just went. Look, here's hey, the deal. Here's the hey. deal. It, it shouldn't be this way on yeah. paper. And if you're a, a robot, the ninth inning is the same as the fifth. But it's not. But it's not. No. It's not. No. For whatever reason, psychologically, the way that we are put together, when you know these are the last outs, and the other team is pressing a little harder at the all that stuff, it's just more difficult. Mm-hmm. And this, this isn't to say that he's mentally weak or any of that stuff, but it's just different. And some people adapt to that role better. In fact, some of the people that make great closers, mm-hmm. when you put them in a game that's a non-save situation, they get bored. They get whacked. Yeah, Brandon Johnson would do that last year. It'd be an eight-run lead, and he's giving up home runs. Yeah, going guys out. are just crushing the ball, and you're like, "What's the deal?" It's the same dude, mm-hmm. but he's not. There's different. So it, it, Mason Nichols might just be a middle reliever. He might just be a guy that that's his role. And, and if so, good get on you for figuring that role. It out. Yeah. So I just one game. One and then game. the other stuff, Hunter Elliott this weekend is is we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I heard something very specific. I put it on the board. I said I'd heard it. I said we'll see and we'll see. The overwhelming thought is that he's going to start on Saturday on a limited pitch count. 
if he doesn't, don't yell or panic because they're they haven't figured it out a hundred percent yet, at least as of yesterday. So Mike knew what he wanted to do last night, but he refused to say it publicly because I followed up multiple times and he ended up apologizing. Going, I know I'm keeping you at arm's length. Just give me a day. Like I I, I get it, and it's where they are. The key thing to remember. He threw a bullpen yesterday, and Mike didn't see it, and he didn't want to comment until he got back. Right. That's what happened. But So he stayed in Oxford while the team went to. Yes, Hunter threw a bullpen with Lafferty yesterday in Oxford. Gotcha. And stayed home. He wasn't picking, pitching against Arkansas State last night. Gotcha. He didn't need to ride the bus. Um, I would start Revis on Friday, Elliott on Saturday, and then go to Doherty if I have a lead. And then pick Quinn or whomever the next day to finish your weekend. You'd have a whole lot of TBD. Yeah, I would go TBD on Sunday just for the hell of it, even thinking I'm probably starting Quinn. Right. And if I didn't use Doherty yet, maybe. But I'll be honest, I might even start Quinn anyway and just go to Jack at the first sign of trouble. Yeah. I I would be hard-headed this week and just use Jack out of the bullpen at some point. I would not start Jack this weekend. I know he was great last week. I know you, he gave you the best start he's had of the year, but... It's just what I would do. The other story we're following is basketball transfer portal stuff, and it's just... It is what it is. Information is just sort of everywhere. There was a question in the thread earlier that's a really good question, and it is a good question. I I just don't feel... It's evolving. We don't have an answer And I don't feel comfortable answering it at this point because I, I don't know the answer. So I hate to just sit here and pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a sports business standpoint, I'm going to tease this because we'll have Jeffrey tomorrow. Um, I want to talk about this potential in-season NBA tournament thing. Um, yeah. Looks kind of like what soccer does mm-hmm. overseas. We're far into it because we don't do it in America at all. We're actually so nervous about things like that that, I don't know, it's appealing. Said it could start as early as next year. I think it will start next year. Trying to make it fun. Trying to make the first part of the season a little more relevant. Because mm-hmm. basketball has a problem in large part because of the NFL success and college football success that they're playing games in late October, all of November, first of December, and no one pays any attention. I mean, they're you know the, the joke is the basketball season starts on Christmas Day, and I think the NBA was like, well, we'd like to start before that, and to do it, you've got to have the games relevant, and you're trying to qualify for a tournament. And the players would get paid extra money, all that stuff. So sure, maybe right. it works. I don't know. I I commend them for trying new things. Oh, 100% there. Last night, um, LSU lost to Louisiana Lafayette in a game that did not matter at all, but just heads up, they're coming in off the off that on, uh, on Friday again. Well, look, they're not. For as good as they are. They don't have pitching depth. They're not infallible. No, 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 no. They're really, really good. I'm sticking with it. Florida's better. I think so. Roster-wide. I think Florida's better. I think you could make the argument that Vanderbilt's better because of the depth of the pitching. No, they lost 10-2 to to Indiana State last night. Back the truck up. You think Corbin? The Sycamores got after them. Corbin lost sleep last night? Yeah, I think so. Got home and just can't beat Indiana State. I'm guessing he got home, poured a glass, and he was fine. He was pissed off for a minute because he's competitive. Yeah. At some point, he yelled at someone during the game. It did not impact their ability to host a Super Regional. Probably not, no. So. 
<sighs> Grizz Lakers tonight. Allen says who you got. Jaw playing. Jaw's questionable. I, I got to tell you, I'm kind of with our guy Grind here. I, I'm not sure there's a team better than the Lakers in the West right now. Oh, wow. Lakers up 1-0. That's in Memphis at 6.30 tonight, TNT. 8 o'clock tonight, Heat at Bucks. That's NBA TV if you want to know what they think about that game. And then uh, Heat up 1-0. Look, the Lakers have a massive following. People yeah, sure. watch the Lakers. And then Minnesota at Denver, 9 o'clock, TNT. They're putting I, – I know it's a West – Mountain time. Yeah, that's what I meant. But, like – it's just not. I would put that game on NBA TV. Sorry, you're just, just gonna play it early. It's just not a competitive game. People will stick around. And it's to on watch. TNT. That's my point. People like, will stick around to watch Kenny and Charles. I would and, much rather watch Giannis. I, well, I would too. Um, That's a weird TV decision. I know they're doing time zones. I get it, but some of it's Denver being a one seed. Milwaukee, two. I mean, they yeah. won a title. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. That's your three games tonight for the uh, the NBA. So we will talk to Jeffrey tomorrow on the show, rebelgrove.com in the meantime, in case something does pop, basketball, recruiting, baseball, whatever uh, could come up between now and then. So take care, and we will talk to you tomorrow.